it's Leanna. And welcome back to Girl, We Should Talk to Someone. This week we have a great guest with us. Leanna, do you want to do the introduction since you're, you had the great idea to bring her on? Yeah, so everyone meet Mel. Hi. <laughs> Happy <laughs> So Mel is actually dating one of my really good friends, so that's how we met, but she also has her own podcast, and she started that very recently, and I love it. I told Sarah to listen to it. It's just such a great podcast, and Mel, why don't you just talk more about what it is you do and why you started a podcast? Thank you. And okay, so my podcast is called Mel and Medicine, and I had this as like a little project I wanted to work on for a while, and I had all these episodes recorded, and I ended up not even using any of them. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, but the pandemic kind of got to me and I needed to kind of put my energy into something positive. So I decided to start the podcast finally. And so the premise of it is all about what your own medicine is. So a lot of people think medicine is just like a prescription or supplements, diet, exercise, things like that. And that's all true, but I think, you know, even sunshine or, laughing with friends, like all of those things are medicine. So it's just exploring things that kind of bring you back to yourself and things that make you feel good and whatever medicine means to you and kind of exploring what your medicine is. So yeah, yeah. I love that. That's what I love so much about your podcast because when I first like read the title, I was like, oh, it's going to be about her holistic nutrition background, which I love to learn about. It's always super helpful, but you really talk a lot about your overall well-being and just how to be healthy, not on not just, not just in the inside, but also on the outside as well. Like it's more than just what vitamins you're taking, what nutrition you have in your body. You kind of go into everything, which I really love. <laughs> and I find like a lot of it is about mental health. Like I kind of try to yeah. stay relevant with things that are going on, but I'm finding like there's so many different things to explore with just mental health lately. And there's just been so many different things to explore on that topic alone. Like just yeah. making everything. I think that was one of the main reasons that we thought of to bring you on because there's such a shift, I think, when the weather turns warmer and when people start to come out of sort of that seasonal winter depression and all the things that kind of make us happy, like the sun or going for walks or just those little things like grabbing a coffee and not having to wear a parka, like those things become in a way healing for us. And we know that you got to have so much to say about the little things, but also like the big concepts about health as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what triggered this topic for this week for us, because we really want, to, we're trying to think of like what to talk about with Mel, because she has such a great bathroom and background in holistic nutrition. But then we're like, oh, like, how do you apply that to the new spring season? And how do you kind of reset everything for the new season? Because mm -hmm. a lot of the time when you come out winter, like, I don't know, it's super depressing with the pandemic. Like I was like, you just kind of feel defeated. So I think this is a good time to talk about this kind of stuff. I have a question before we start, Mel. What brought you into studying holistic nutrition? Like, how did you even find your path to where you are now? That's a, um, a loaded question. question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll try to give you like the short and sweet version. But um, so I've actually been in the healthcare field for nine years now. And oh. I started off studying... Uh, social service work so it's like social work but um, it's a college diploma and I specialized in gerontology so I worked with seniors and I was really trained in like mental health and dementia for seniors and there was no jobs with like with that for like mental health and seniors and 
I would do like dementia exams and things like that to see how far they had progressed and do they need to go to their doctor and are they just forgetting like small things or is this like something that's you know progressed a lot and I really loved that part of it and kind of like the counseling part of it as well but all the jobs I was getting were all like PSW jobs so I was going into the nursing homes and doing like a lot of personal care and like toileting people giving people showers getting them changed and I'm like I'm not a nurse like why am I doing this but I ended up loving it and I saw how sick these people were like all different types of populations just so sick like people couldn't go outside for like a month like the seniors in the memory ward I worked in and I'm like they're they're sick and they they're only really sick because they they can't go outside they can't get the sunshine mm-hmm. they, like I watched these people kind of deteriorate in a sense and I thought okay I can come in and I can help them and I can get them up I can do things but they need good nutrition they need probably a lot of vitamins are probably depleted in everything and I just didn't see them getting any better and I think that's you know with dementia it's hard but mm-hmm. generally speaking I saw a lot of things that you know with basic human things that just weren't really being done and it's hard because it's you know we're really understaffed and underpaid things like that and you know people don't really have a lot of willpower to go above and beyond and mm-hmm. it's just a whole thing right <laughs> so um so I started studying holistic nutrition this was like maybe six years ago and I did a certification in uh, disease management and prevention with diet and supplementation and then I'm like okay well I'm not a doctor so I can't really use this for anything this is just for my knowledge so I'm like well I don't have a degree so I can't become a naturopath so I don't know what my options are and at this point I was working full-time in a group home and I just got a full-time job and like the pay was good like for my first job in the field like full-time and I ended up quitting after a year because I thought you know what my life is really short this mm-hmm. is a great job, but I want to be able to do more. I want to be able to diagnose. I want to like take patients. So I went back to school, finished my undergrad, and then now I'm halfway done naturopathic doctor's program. So that was really crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was all like happened so fast. But so yeah, my background's in holistic nutrition and a lot of like gerontology type things. But yeah, so. Now I'm in the ND program here in Toronto and yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Pretty much that. <laughs> it all kind of makes sense. Like the way you're like, I want to help people and you're like, but I want to do more and I can't without getting more education. And then it just like spirals to like basically becoming a doctor, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. That's awesome. And I feel like you'll have so much experience coming from, I feel like a lot of I mean, not naturopathic doctors necessarily, but a lot of like medical doctors I've spoke to like don't have that personal touch with people. Like they can't relate to the patients and the people that they help, that things kind of get lost because they can't have a relationship. But like you've already had like that, like I have a background in social services as well. So I totally understand that, like want to be there and like wiping people's butts like feels like a career and it's like not to be ashamed of. Like it's something that- it's like helping people in a way that no one else can and making their lives better. So I think that's great. That's a really interesting story. I had no idea that that was your like starting ground. So I totally relate. (laughs) Why don't we get into our Rosen Thorn? We usually start the episodes with this. So it's one thing that was really great about the past week or so. And then one thing that we kind of felt like crappy about or something we would want to change or just something that got us down. 
I know Leanna, I'll, like, it seems like you want to start. <laughs> uh, so funny, my rose and thorn is the same thing. So my rose is that I got a cat. Her name's Luna. She's like a one-year-old, not a kitten, I guess. She's going to be one next month. So I finally jumped the gun and got one. It's been like 10 years coming for me to get a cat. So no one was surprised when I told everyone I had one. But the thorn is that she has like an infected paw that I noticed like three days after I adopted her. So she would have gotten it probably from the house before, but no one noticed. So our bonding is now me like shoving pills down her throat. So it's really fun. <laughs> so that's been my like last in diarrhea. It's been great. Lots of bonding. So that's kind of like my thorn, I would say. That's good. It's like a double-edged sword, right? With yeah, getting a pet. Yeah, I feel like a mother, like, you have to, like, take care of this, like, innocent, helpless creature, but, like, you're also, like, I only know you for, like, two weeks, like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I think I have the same thing where it's, like, a good and a bad thing all wrapped up in, in one, so my, my rose is, so for people that know me know I've had IBS for years and done, like, hundreds of different diets and protocols and worked with so many different like medical, natural doctors, uh, homeopathic stuff, Chinese medicine, like you name it, and nothing has really stuck yet for a long-term relief. So finally this like this year in 2021, I was like I really need to get this under control. Like I have the time, I'm home, I can like cook every meal and I just have more time to deal with it now. So I'm going to deal with it. So I found this like IBS natural naturopathic doctor specialist who not only is he like a specialist but he also has IBS so he like totally gets it and I've started this like pretty rigorous treatment I guess you would say and it's good because I feel like this is the first time I feel like I'm actually doing something other than just like taking things out of my diet and putting them back in Mm -hmm. or just like recording what I eat like things that seemed so passive that either like it never worked or I just like never stuck to it so now I'm on this like pretty intense regime of these like antimicrobial um it's like a a thing you have to take before you eat there's a whole thing I have to do and I'm on like a SIBO diet um so that's my thorn as well because I literally like I cannot eat anything I'm used to eating so And I've basically gone from, like, eating whatever I feel like I eat relatively healthy, but, like, eating, like, carbs and and meat and every vegetable and every fruit and dessert usually. And now it's, like, the most limiting diet for a reason. Of course, I'm trying to heal my gut. But, like, I've – it's actually proven to me, like, how strong the mind-gut connection is because in the past week I've experienced, like – waves of depression, waves of anxiety, like waves of just feeling like, what am I doing anymore? And then I did some research and I found that people on this diet also have like, it's been researched that these things happen in most people. So I felt like I was going crazy, not going to lie, like (laughs) literally this weekend, like contemplating life. And then now today I like feel a lot better. Um, So that's, that's my rose thorn. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, elimination diets and things are like they're intense, and then you have to like eliminate the food, and then within a certain amount of time, you have to add it back in, and then you have to add a lot of it in. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good that you're seeing someone though that's gonna like hopefully. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, all what works for you, and it's it's kind of hard too because you try something and you want it to work right away, but you just have to be consistent. And then if you don't see right away, then you have to go do something else. Just 
a lot, especially when you're like having symptoms and things like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm hopeful, but there's definitely moments where I'm like, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) What I think too about things, like I used to have really bad acne and like I still break out. It brings me right back. I'm like, oh no. But you know what I always told myself that really helped me was that there's something out there that is going to help me. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's natural or pharmaceutical, whatever. There is a medicine out there that will help me. Mm-hmm. There's something there. And by the time I find it, this will probably be gone anyway. But you know what? I, I think to myself, like, there's something there. Okay, enough about us, Mel. What's your rose and thorn? <laughs> <laughs> My rose. Okay, so I finished a painful set of midterms. Like, just took me, like, it just it was really bad. Uh, I think they went okay, but they were a lot of work. So that's done. And I spring cleaned my entire apartment. So that was good. It felt really good. Okay. Finished today. Um, but yeah, so I did that. And then, so it made me feel like, you know, when you clean and you're like, oh, now I just want to lay down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was nice. Um, and my thorn, honestly, I feel like, I, I'm just very negative. I'm going to damper the mood, but I've been feeling really low lately and feeling like the demand for everything is so high, even though it's probably the same demand that it's always been, but my capacity to do things is a lot lower. Same. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's like that because of like this, we've been in this pandemic for what, over a year now or just a year this month. And now that it's like getting warmer, I have this like pressure to like, okay, now I gotta be happy. I gotta be cheerful. I gotta be active. I gotta go out and do this and socialize, but like, it's so difficult to do those things now because we're so used to this last year of just being stuck in our homes and, you know, being trapped in your thoughts, especially if you're like, you're living alone. Like I'm sure you understand as well. Like you're just like <laughs> seeing people is like, like such a great thing. Cause you're like, you're so used to not seeing anybody. That when you're alone. You're like, Oh no. <laughs> I know. But it's like, it takes so much energy out of me just to like, even see my parents. I'm like, okay, hey, I gotta go home now. Like I'm done. But I feel like everything is just harder now. And everyone's out walking. I'm like, oh, that's good for you. I know. <laughs> me out there. Everyone's running now too. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's like so many runners out now. And I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I should be doing that. But I'm just going to slowly walk along this path because yeah. that's all I can do right now. But like, no, you don't have to be out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like people, a lot of people, I think, get in that mindset of like, okay, it's summer or it's spring. And, like, I need to, like, be the best version of myself and it needs to happen overnight. And if yeah. it's not, then, like, oh, my God, look at everyone thriving and me, like, like my tail between my legs, like, not feeling in the mood. Yeah. I feel like even just, like, because we made plans, Sarah and I, to go to a patio on Saturday. And, like, that pressure of me going out into the world and just, like, not being my condo is, like, getting in my head. I'm, like, Don't cancel oh on God. me. I- <laughs> I'm not going to cancel on you. We're going to go buy jeans. No, we need to. I need someone there to help me find jeans that fit. But like, it's just like, I don't know. There's all this pressure now that you feel to like be how you were before the pandemic. But I think it's like important to remember that everything has changed and therefore we have also. So it's going to be a very slow and gradual transition, even when this is over. And it's not over even yet. Like we're probably going to be back here in the fall. So, yeah obviously yeah like it's, it's, just, it's a new way of living yeah, yeah it's just yeah and I don't know I feel this like a very similar way like when it's cold outside I I feel like no one's doing anything fun 
like during COVID at least. So it's like, cool, I'll just stay home. And like, I feel no type of way about it. I love it. I'm like home every night watching movies, like making all this food and like doing my own thing. Yeah. And then as soon as it's like this comparison thing, like as soon as it gets nice out, first of all, everyone starts documenting everything they do. Like (laughs) everything, every coffee they get Instagram story, every walk they go on, like it's the most beautiful walk like check out the sun like changing my yeah, world like every weather day is like it's like you find out on instagram like that's yeah I, and I then i always take that to heart and i'm kind of like okay wait should i like should i be going on at noon like in my work day and like going for a run or like doing pilates outside i'm like I don't do that like no I'll just do it when it feels right for me but like it's really easy to like think that you're doing something wrong yeah yeah Yeah, it's so true Mm -hmm. and everyone's like taking like spring selfies now and I'm like when I go for a walk like I look like a piece of I don't even know like it's just I'm glad I can wear a mask and it's like socially acceptable because that's what I need so no one knows what I look like because it's just like I'm dressed also like a hobo half the time and because like nothing fits right now so I'm just like I don't know what to wear like to be stylish like what even is that now so everyone's like wearing cute outfits and I saw a girl wearing heels and I was like huh for you I don't remember those days <laughs> can't really or even like tight jeans I was like wow I'm jealous yeah. yeah um do you guys do anything that's like specific for I know we talked a little bit about like Mel you were cleaning today and like that feeling is so good but is there anything you guys do that's like specific for when the spring comes that helps you reset I love emptying out my closet and just getting rid of anything I haven't worn in like a year or just like doesn't fit or isn't my style anymore. Like that brings me like, I haven't done it yet. I think I'm going to do it this weekend, but I love, love, love just like going through my closet. I usually get rid of half my clothing because I'm like a psycho and I just like don't like having clutter. So I want anything I don't want to wear just out. And I usually give to like my friends all the time. So that's like one of my favorite things to do. And it makes you just feel good after knowing that you kind of discarded those clothing that might not fit the same way or don't look good on you. You don't feel the pressure to like fit into it after. You're kind of like gone, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I like that. Like it's just like cleansing the closet. Yeah. You're going to be in your closet every day, right? So Exactly. Yeah, I do that too. But I think for me, it's honestly like getting into spring, like the spring mode is honestly cleaning. Like hands down best way to embrace mm-hmm. Season. I don't know what it is like I clean the same in the winter but something yeah. about spring it just hits different <laughs> yeah you get like all those corners and it feels like oh, it, feels per- so it feels so much better than when you did that in the winter because like I it's clean fun. all the time too but like it just like you feel yeah. like you're yeah like you succeeded because the sun yeah. hits those corners now and you're like yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah it's the best and I did it with my closet too like I go through it and take everything out that I don't want anymore I donate it or whatever mm-hmm. um and then basically whatever is like whatever I'm wearing in that time because I think my style kind of changes based on my mood but yeah, really, same. a lot of like earth tones and things like that so I put all of that in my closet like in the middle like hang it up so I know like yeah. what I want to wear yeah know? I always have it organized like my go-to's the like eh, if I have a work meeting but I always wear sweaters now anyway so that doesn't happen <laughs> and then like the clothing that I'm like Never, never gonna wear but I like it still so I'll keep it yeah like. yeah I always do that yeah um like organizing different moods and things like that so yeah, yeah I think that's honestly it like clean my fridge out things like that mm-hmm. all my um like dishes I organize them I switch sides of things every time I clean like I put the plates on the opposite side like just trying to like 
completely spice it up (laughs) yeah but sometimes like that little like little stuff like even like moving like your couch like to the other side or like switching up like how your bedroom is it like totally like makes you reimagine it yeah we just got like it's so cheesy but like we just got like new cutlery and like every time I eat now I'm like using a gold we like got like gold cutlery rose gold and every time I use it I'm like this is fancy like this feels new (laughs) this feels fun and like makes me want to like make the plate look nicer and like make my food like look good on the plate no I totally feel that little things honestly so a big thing I think that a lot of people are thinking about right now like the weather gets warmer you're starting to think like, oh, I hope my summer clothes still fit me. Like, what <laughs> what kind of body do I have right now? Is it like a summer body? Do I feel good? And am I going to feel good in a few months, maybe in a bathing suit? Like, I know all of these things cross my mind as soon as it gets warm out. And yes, it's exciting. But also at the same time, there's a, a definitely a sense of pressure there to like start to eat differently or like train differently, work out differently in order to have that like summer body or like hot girl summer body um it was non-existent like, this year it's like not even gonna happen and it's pandemic crazy yeah pandemic body like it's it's been over a year like give us a break here yeah. but like do you guys find like maybe mel you have probably good insights on this of like how does your how do you feel like your diet changes from season to season Honestly, I'm the kind of person where like, if I'm craving something, I eat it. <laughs> I try to have like a healthier version of things, but I feel like season to season, I think my cravings just change. Like when mm-hmm. spring comes, I still want to, I don't know what it is, but I want to eat like soups. Like lately I've been obsessed with like these really good vegan soups. Like, and I just put some salt and pepper on it. And it's like a whole thing. It's so good though. But I feel like I crave really like warm foods when spring comes which is weird because usually that's like a winter thing but I feel like spring is just really chilly because it's it's like sunny but it's still cold it's mm-hmm. weird so I always eat like I eat lighter but warm food still and lots of tea and things like that um but then as like kind of summer comes I really just crave fruit and like cold like pasta salads things like that but I feel like I kind of crave what I'm supposed to be eating like quote <laughs> So I know like in the winter, we're supposed to have like heavy, like root vegetables and soups mm-hmm, and, and it, you kind of crave that because it's cold out and you need those nutrients because you're not really getting it from the sun. You're not getting it from all the fruits. Like we kind of eat by the season. Right. So I would say that like spring, I'm still kind of craving those like almost like heavier, like warm things. But then yeah. as end of spring, it's more like smoothies and and like different fruits. Like today I made a strawberry banana smoothie. Like I have not made a smoothie in a minute. And today That's I was like, so, yeah. like so random. Maybe I was just thirsty, but <laughs> I, I like, didn't think about that. Cause like I used to be so into smoothies. Like I remember in the summer and then it was like winter and I was like, I just couldn't, I was, wasn't craving it at all. And I couldn't bring myself to make one. So like, do you think it's all in our mind or do you think our bodies actually just like respond to like the weather? Like, how does it, I wish I just knew. I feel like it's both. It's also like what we're seeing on Instagram too. <laughs> like totally. Totally. Everybody oh, yeah. talking about like iced coffee. Like, I mean, I'm an iced coffee girl, like 365 days a year. Like I am like iced coffee in like negative <laughs> 20 weather, like doesn't matter. But I see iced coffees on Instagram and I see like this nature cereal stuff everywhere. Have you guys seen that? Yes. The fruit with the coconut water. I'm like, 
it looks decent. Like, I don't know if I'm yeah, going to, if I see that, I'm like, Ooh, I'm kind of craving something like that. So I think it is the switch between like the seasons and it makes you kind of crave like different foods. I think it's like your body needs different things at different times of the year. So you mm-hmm. so naturally you probably do crave something. And when you do have a craving, it usually means you need whatever nutrient that food's offering you, which is a fun fact, but yeah, I think it's both like physiological and like mental, like you think that you need it too. <laughs> yeah. The craving things, like how many times that I've ignored cravings and then you just go back to like yeah. eating everything. Like you, you might crave like a really hearty meal in the winter, like pasta baked with like cheese and meat and then you just have something like a salad instead to be the healthier option and then all night you're like reaching to things that might like satiate that craving right and it never does it never does except when you actually have the thing yeah don't just eat the thing yeah (laughs) just eat the thing like i remember reading that like if you don't just eat the thing you'll end up eating worse after so you just have to eat the craving exactly yeah that's so true because if yeah if you want like chips and you're like oh maybe i'll have some like roasted chickpeas i want to eat the whole bag yeah is this this does not equal the same thing like i'm just gonna eat the chip call it a day (laughs) (laughs) exactly and like the chickpeas you like have more to think that they're like being healthier and then you end up feeling like super bloated because you just ate a bag of chickpeas and then literally heavy <laughs> oh my god chickpeas. yeah yeah that sounds like death to me right now because I'm like yeah. bloated after having like a banana so like I don't want to like if I were to have chickpeas right now I think my body would just like shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's about the season but it's like my body's just not accepting anything yeah. but do you guys also like when it comes to like vitamins and like getting making sure you get certain nutrients do you ever do you update that when you go into the winter like change what you're your daily, I mean, I'm really bad at taking my vitamins, but like I do somewhat change them going into the winter or sorry, the spring. Uh, yeah, I'm not like a huge, like I wasn't a huge vitamin person for years. Like I never really took anything. And then it wasn't until like the pandemic that my boyfriend was actually like, okay, you need to take vitamin D. Like you, you, you just need to take it. And I kind of didn't believe him for a bit. Cause I was like, okay, what, like, where are you like hearing this? Like I go for a walk every day. This was in like the spring and summer. I'm like, I get vitamin D like naturally, I'm pretty sure. And he's like, no, you need more. Like that will help you fight against like COVID or flu or any kind of symptoms like that. And then I started like this little like regime in COVID. But before that, I literally like, I took nothing, nothing. (laughs) I think with like the season change, like and vitamins, it depends on what you need to like, the, like there's a lot of research on just like the basic things that, you know, an average Canadian should take as a season changes. But I think now that we're in a pandemic and there's a lot of other things happening, like, I think yes, COVID's a pandemic, but I also think like the mental health aspect of it alone is its mm. own, like really. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if people are going into winter, like we're, so we're not getting that vitamin D first of all, because the sun's not out that much anymore. It's like, less hours it's not as sunny and then we're cooped up inside all day which is bad for mental health so there's different things that like you can do to promote you know like endorphins and release and things like that um but i think based on the seasons like i always supplement i'm trying to think of the months now so vitamin d i start in october and i usually end in may yeah i usually don't take it in the summer either yeah um i mean i don't know if it would hurt to take a little bit i I usually don't though 
yeah. it just depends on what your needs are. So, you know, talk to your doctor, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, talk to your doctor before starting anything or trying anything. But, um, but yeah, I think like that's pretty much what I do in the winter time. And then my other vitamins for like stress and like different herbs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but in the summertime, I still take them. <laughs> and then in the summertime, I try to just load up on electrolytes. That's pretty much one thing that I do. Um, usually when spring happens, I just get more thirsty. Like I always want like a lot of water, things yeah. that are cold. So I think that's my body saying like, you need to replenish like something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Electrolytes. So like things like pink salt or mm-hmm. um, get like these vitamin C tabs you put in your water and you're like loaded with a bunch of different Those are so good. Yeah. Vitamin C is like, that's one vitamin I remember I always took. And I swear I took vitamin D tablets before, but then I remember everyone was talking about vitamin D liquid as like the saving grace during COVID. Yeah. yeah. And I think I told you guys this already, but like when I first started taking vitamin D liquid, like my mom was like, have one dropper. So I thought a dropper was like the entire dropper, like the Did she, Kate, 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 did she say dropper or drop? No, dropper. It's, I think it's like dropper, British. I don't know. They always say dropper. <laughs> I don't know but yeah so like I for like the longest time like I want to say at least like six months I was taking an entire like tube full of vitamin d not every single day though because I was really bad at remembering so maybe it was like twice a week so like it probably like balanced out and then I went home and I took it at home because she gave me some of hers she's like make sure you take your vitamin d and she saw me do it and she's like freaking out and she's like what are you doing I was like what do you mean and she's like it's like literally a drop, like a, like a tiny little, like, little <laughs> drop. And I was like, how does that help you? Like, what? That's like nothing. Like, they're, t- and like, no wonder I ran out with the first bottle so fast. And I had to get a second one. I was like, how are you out of that already? I was like, I don't know. It must really poison. I probably like, yeah. I mean, I didn't get COVID. So maybe that was the key. Yeah. You, whole... you overloaded on the vitamin D. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy I wasn't taking it every single day because I don't know what would have happened. Are there, okay, I I always get scared, like, I need to know exactly, like, when I'm taking things, I always, like, want to know exactly how much to take, because I've heard horror stories of people just, like, making up their own vitamin re- regimen, yeah. and then just, like, something happening, something mixing, or, like, taking yeah. something, and something going really wrong. That's a, like, you know what, I think, I don't know about so much anymore, because I know, like, natural health and holistic health is it's been on the rise. And mm-hmm. I think we're at a time now where a lot of people are just like, that's their primary care. A lot of people. And I think before when people would mix vitamins and supplements, they thought, oh, this can't hurt me. It's just herbs or, oh, this can't hurt me. It's just vitamins. It can, like it really can. And I was one of those people too. I would go to like the superstore and I would buy like, I'm like, oh, vitamin B6 is good for your mental health. Okay. I'm going to buy a bunch of that. I'm going to buy um, some zinc because I heard it's good for acne. I would take all these things and just mix them fish oils. And first of all, like the quality of these things aren't always great. Like mm-hmm. if it's a pretty cheap price, depending on the brand, some brands are really fair and really good brands. But generally speaking, when you go get like a $5 bottle of like, let's say like B12 tablets, like they, probably aren't the greatest and they have a lot of fillers and different chemicals mm-hmm. that can react with other things and that's why when you take it together sometimes it doesn't do anything and you can make yourself really sick like I think I think it was like in 2015 I was going to work and I just started taking a bunch of supplements for my skin 
and I did all this research and I put them all in these little individual bags and I would just have my little vitamin bag made for me every day and bring it with me to work. And before work, I just, I was so sick. I was like nauseous. Like, I'm like, what is wrong? It just hit me like a, like a wall. And I felt like I was gonna throw up. I'm like, what is happening? And I started doing some research. I'm like, oh, maybe it's like the vitamins I was taking. This is like the first or second day I was taking them. And I took like 35 milligrams of this zinc. I don't even know what type of zinc it was, which I don't even know if it was like kind of needed for- Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I I think the RDI for zinc is like, it might not be the same anymore, but I think in Canada, it's eight to 10 milligrams. I took like three or four of these pills. And like, I'm pretty sure that's what made me really sick. Cause after that I was like, oh, okay, I'm not doing that. But I've, I used to experiment and play around and I thought, oh, I love this stuff. I'm studying it. I'm just going to be like this person who goes out and <laughs> I'm my own doctor. And yeah, it made me sick because zinc is like, it, it's like toxic in, in high amounts. Yeah. You can't have too much of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that people just don't realize and, they, and you get sick from it. Like herbs too. Like everything yeah. can be certain. Like if it's for a condition, it's different. Like vitamins for conditions like you know fat soluble ones like vitamin a and e and d you can use those to treat conditions and things but in certain amounts so it it can be really therapeutic in big amounts but we're not really supposed to just like take a lot of that stuff because it it can make you sick and i think people were just really underestimating that at the time maybe the people still do but yeah i like i can totally relate to like just going in and like buying stuff like i never really took it long term but just like being like oh this can't be bad like it's in the vitamin aisle like it's got to be good for you yeah and like the random things it would say on like this helps your bone health or this is for like hair skin and nails you're like okay cool i'll take it all and like not even knowing what's going on yeah see the word vitamin they automatically think like it's gonna be good for you but like I've had the same experience where I've taken even like a combination of certain vitamins and then I get like a stomach ache or like iron for example like I I'm anemic so like I need to take iron but like iron is so tough on your body like holy shit it's like takes for I'm still adjusting to the iron like even now I've been on it for like months but like and also like with vitamins if you don't take it every single day it's not always for some vitamins it's not really going to give you the benefit like you have to be consistent so now like my, my mom's all into this stuff so she's taught me a lot about this kind of stuff and like grows it in my head to take my vitamins but I think people like underestimate like vitamins and what their use is so they need to they need to do their research to see like what their body needs and yep. how to take it take it at night take it in the morning kind of thing because that's a big thing as well it is it, yeah, how you take it how much you take it's yeah like having it with food as well like that's all gonna affect how it reacts in your body yeah a lot of that stuff is safe like when you get at the, at the store of like multivitamins like it, it a lot of it really is safe because it's in a like a therapeutic range where it's like yeah or a certain amount you need and I think the issue is when people take things they don't really know why they're taking it so you don't already have that like I believe it strongly like if you take something you need to know why it works mm-hmm. I love when my doctor says oh I'm going to give you this because this is going to help this hormone. This is going to help this. And this will bring this down. And this will put this where we want it. And like she explains, I'm like, yes, now I feel like when I take it, there's an intention and I understand it. But when people just go buy something, they're like, oh, I heard this is good for skin or hair, skin, and nail gummies. I'm like, you know how much sugar yeah, is I remember those. I used to take those all the time. But yeah, my mom was like, this has like so much sugar, Leanna. I'm like, oh. Okay. There's like six milligrams of sugar in one of those. And it says like- take three to five a day. I'm like, Hey, sugar and acne though, like, yeah. that's a big cause and, and aggravator of acne. So I'm like, this is just, it's, it's great marketing for these companies. They're like, Oh, gummies that taste so good. Make your skin, hair, nails. Nice. Like 
but realistically a lot of it is you know garbage a lot of it out there like there's so many supplements that i won't like brands that i won't even like i won't even look at because i'm just like it's all fillers they put gluten in their um product to like make it bigger things like that like it just mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of things that just i want to like i want to make like an article about it like all the different <laughs> things there's a lot of like really great brands out there though that are clean and they're very like transparent about what's in their products and they combine certain supplements that you're actually getting the full amount because if you go let's say let's say you go buy like a tablet of B12, you actually need like three other things to even absorb it. Yeah. Like the B12. So it's why it's so cheap also too, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, they assume that when you take it, you're going to get that full amount of that B12 in your body or maybe half of that, but you also need to be sufficient in all these other levels of things for to, it to absorb. That's like with iron. You have to buy four other things. Yeah. Like iron, you have to take that with like vitamin C or else you wouldn't yeah. absorb it fully or yeah. something. And yeah. then, yeah. I find that's like, yeah, that's so true about vitamins and also even about skincare. I feel like skincare is so big and like, I feel like when people talk about health, they forget that like your skincare is like a living organ and that like your skin health is so important because it's telling you what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. And so when you're using different products, like I'm huge, I love, 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 love skincare and like learning about just all the different ingredients. Like when I buy a product, I literally Google every (laughs) single ingredient in there because I will not buy it unless I'm sure that like nothing is going to be like bad because mm-hmm. there's so many brands out there that are even like have high reviews but they have like uh alcohol on there that's irritant or people think that like satira alcohol is really bad but that's actually good for your skin it's different types of alcohol that's really bad for your skin so like people aren't really informed enough about like what is actually going to hurt your skin and if this like a vitamin c serum doesn't isn't packaged the proper way it's actually not going to work on your skin it's going to mm-hmm oxidize as soon as you open it kind of thing so I find like it's very similar when it comes to skincare lines yeah I totally agree oh yeah there's a there's actually one I don't remember the name but it, it literally has so many bad things in it like so much alcohol they have all like I, I'm like oh no and if you have like oily skin you do want like, okay so I know the alcohol is to preserve the product right yeah so, well there's yeah, some alcohol that's good Right. Like, yeah. And you know, a lot of natural products will have like a plant, Mm -hmm. which is good, but organic is hard as well because you want to preserve your product. Like you don't want it to go bad and like give you like a, like give you acne or give you an infection on your face or something like that. Right. Like your product is still staying clean, but it's just hard because like people will buy things thinking like, oh, this is so clean or Or clean at Sephora, which is like half those brands. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think, you know what, what brand I actually love and live by CeraVe, like amazing. Like really there's nothing, nothing bad in it. Like it is the most like honest skincare. Like really, I I've looked into it. I've looked at all the ingredients. Like I'm the same way as you. Like I will look at everything, even makeup. If it says clean beauty, I'm like, is it clean beauty though? (laughs) Like I'm going to search this like, right. Like, and yeah. So I always, I'm like that about everything. And I think like what you put in your body too like your diet everything like you just want to know you deserve to yeah. know what you're putting on your body like your skin absorbs 60 percent of what you put on it yeah you know what's in it I'm not like a skincare junkie so I don't know what to say <laughs> 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 like I use I use um CeraVe too like the cleanser and the daily moisturizer with SPF and I really like them and I love like trying out different like skincare things but like I'm not that invested in like researching the ingredients like I'll take a look at the reviews or like be like oh this looks cool but 
Thankfully, I don't. I haven't struggled with like severe like acne or anything, and like I don't really have haven't had a reaction to anything I've used yet. But I'm also so low key with my skincare, like two steps and like okay, I'm done. <laughs> I think less is more though with skincare too, so that's probably a good thing. I have like ten steps. It's like a little vitamin C, some retinol, some vitamin E, and then I have like hyaluronic acid. I have like niacinamide. Like I just like combine it all. But like it's because I'm very obsessed with it. But also like also like knowing how much to put for skincare is like same with vitamins. Like you have to like do it. Like you can't have the same regime every single day because your skin needs different nutrients on it. Or not nutrients, but it needs different ingredients on its skin. So like one time when I first started using retinol, I got so excited about using it because it's like a cream. So I put like literally like a spoonful mm-hmm. amount of cream on my hand and put it on my face and I turned into like a pumpkin. I don't even know. Like it was so irritated after. And I Googled, I was like, what's going on with my skin? I'm like, oh, you're supposed to use like a pea size amount <laughs> twice a week. For the girl that loves to research the ingredients, doesn't look at the instructions. I didn't. I didn't read the instructions because I didn't think. I just knew what it was doing, but like I didn't think that I had to be like so cautious with using retinol, and like you have to like slowly bring it into your skincare routine. So now it break out really bad. Like it purged my skin. I thought I was having like a real yeah. It purges your skin also, so yeah. like you kind of get breakouts, and you're like, fuck, like what's happening? But then it's yeah. Like, once you get past that, though, it, it's like your best friend. Like, yeah, amazing. No, I love, yeah, I love now. So we're friends again. <laughs> I feel like like skincare and like naturopathic medicine and holistic nutrition, all those things. Like, like you said, Mel, are like I feel like everywhere. Like everyone on social media is. Yeah. Like whether or not they are an expert or not, they are experts. Like they they talk like they're experts. They like all the I feel like all the instagram like socialite type people they're all like partnered with like vitamin companies or with like food delivery that's Mm. geared towards holistic nutrition like it's just everywhere and it's like it's great i think it's like really shedding a light on something that for a long time a lot of us never even thought about it was sort of just and i i you probably hear this all the time like almost like witchcrafty medicine type stuff Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on like how involved everyone is in this health sector and a lot of the time I know that it's they're probably spreading false narratives Mm -hmm. too right oh wow where do I start (laughs) I feel like everything with natural medicine is like a trend Mm -hmm. and it's cool it's cool to drink green juice it's it's so cool Mm -hmm. to go to get a smoothie after and it's like yeah those things actually feel really good when you do it but that is a like I look at that, like, I'm, I think I've been to spin class, like what, maybe three times. And I don't even think I got a smoothie after. I think I went and ate a smoothie. Like, I don't even know. But I think these things are like a huge trend. It's like coconut oil, like everything, avocado toast. And those things are all like amazing. And when you have it, you're like, oh, I want to take a little picture. I want to Instagram it. It looks so good. But I think a lot of the time, it's just like, everyone gets so caught up in, oh, I'm, I'm, meditating today I'm I had a coffee set my intentions for the day and I'm like if you do that like that's amazing good for you but I feel like a lot of it is just like it's kind of like a lifestyle right of, of mm-hmm. I don't even know how to really explain it but it's almost like this like illusion of like mm-hmm. what do you mean? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like I'm at peace don't disturb my energy I'm drinking my green juice I'm doing what my body needs today and it's like those things are all really 
good. I'm not trying to take away from that, but I've kind of watched it grow because I've, I've been interested in natural medicine for probably, I think it's about seven years now, about seven years, like roughly, like, I think it was like a couple of years after I got into the healthcare field, I started looking into natural things and I was a yoga teacher for like four years. So I was really into like essential oils and things like that, but I've kind of seen it like grow but I've seen the trends like a come and go like keto different things and mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it I just think that it's like a cool thing mm-hmm. to be natural and it's I, I'm glad that now it's it's getting so much exposure and one thing about natural medicine and like the natural lifestyle is that like natural medicine like everything in like my program is is backed up by science like so there's some medicines like traditional Chinese medicine and homeopathic medicine that aren't like, they're not science. They are like very traditional though. They've been used for years and years and years. And there is more research coming on it. Like there is actually a lot of research on it, but it's not like a scientifically proven thing, but all of the herbs, like the botanical medicines and a lot of the different types of acupuncture, things like that. And all of the curriculum is all science. So I think a lot of times people are getting this like confused between oh, it's not really medicine. It's like alternative. It is considered alternative, but it's just, it's, it's hard to explain. (laughs) It's more like a trend for a lot of people, but it's actually, there's actually a a big purpose to it. No, I I don't don't think people know about the science part. Like it's very scientific. It's very factual. (laughs) No, I think that was like perfectly clear. Like yeah, it's, there's a lot of there's a no, I'm serious. There's a lot of work that goes into like understanding it and being able to be like a practitioner or a doctor in that in those fields that you can't just like partner with a company and be an influencer or read a few articles or do a juice cleanse and like know what everyone should be doing. Like it's all such a personalized process for everyone. And a lot of that facade stuff, like I can't handle that stuff. Like the like setting my intentions, meditation in the morning, putting my legs up on a wall at night to reduce inflammation. It's like, I'm happy you do those things. First of all, if I'm setting my intentions and doing meditation, I'm not putting that on my, I'm not filming yeah. myself do that, right? That to me, exactly. that's not, that's not meditating. <laughs> it takes away from like the authenticity of like doing those things and actually what they mean. And Sarah, we talked about this in our last episode, how like, like self-help, like it's become this trend of like doing a face mask. I'm taking a selfie in the park and I'm getting some vitamin D. Like that's not necessarily, like that's, those are all great things to do. Like taking a bath, that's a great thing to do. But like self-care is more than just doing those things. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's just, it's not trendy. It's actually quite dark and, and very, it puts you in a bad spot. And it's like a lot of mental work and self-control to actually do self-care. So I feel like it's the same with like health, like healthy living. Like people are posting those like smoothies and stuff. That's like, just drink the dance smoothie. Like, why are you posting it? Like, you probably have your one smoothie the weekend and took a picture of it. Like Exactly. And you know what? I feel like this is a thing I think myself included, but as, us as like a community, I think we're so oversensitive to things. And and I think it's okay. Like we kind of have to be in a way, right? Like mm-hmm. I see someone posting this healthy meal they're eating. And I the first thought I have is, 
oh, you probably don't even eat that every day. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, if I made a meal like that, I'd probably post it too. Yeah. So sensitive because That's it's so like, true. We think it's an attack at us. We think it's an attack like, oh, how dare you be out here doing all this good stuff and I'm not, right? Like, I, I honestly think that, like, if, especially in my program, like if that's how everybody posts, like everybody's like morning coffee, setting my intentions, things like that. And I learned very early on, like a lot of the people that are like, actually doing those things or they're just doing it because they don't have time to post about it because they Mm -hmm. do it my friends like you know I put affirmations like all over she's like I literally put them on my computer screen like I always but she's not out here saying oh I do this I do this I do this yeah we also have a need sometimes too when we do something good for ourselves like we want to show it like we want to just like I always post like little pictures of things I'm doing or like whatever my apartment like because I'm just like that's what I want to show and people always show what they want but we take it so personal sometimes. And it's like, a lot of the time it's like, yeah, I post a picture. Let's say I post a picture of a smoothie. That's probably one day I made a smoothie. Like I literally never, like I never make smoothies, but if I do, I, you know, I might post it one time. It just, it's hard. It's like, yeah, it's hard. It, we take it personal. And it's like, because we don't think people are really actually doing that. And, and the truth is they're probably not, but they're probably not even trying to like project like, Hey, I'm doing this every day. They're probably just like, oh, I did one thing for myself. <laughs> I'm gonna post because it's yeah. cute. I feel like I don't it's so true. Like we do take it all personal. I'm like trying to think like what's caused that because I don't know, like this is just me thinking out loud, but like is it because social media turned into such like an influencer world? Like everyone on social media is trying to be an influencer, even if you're a nobody. Like yep. you try to post things that other influencers have done because you want to be as cool as this influencer. Like mm-hmm. if I'm posting, like, I think I posted on my story, like a picture of like my pampas, how the sunset, it was like really pretty. I saw it. Like, well, I always <laughs> took a picture of that because I've seen that somewhere. Like I've seen that on Pinterest or like, so like probably an influencer just took that photo. And like, I'm by no means an influencer at all on social media, but like I took that photo because it was like aesthetically pleasing and I liked it, but like, what is the point? Like, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Like, yeah, I no, I, I get the point though. You're like, the sky looks pretty, my apartment looks pretty, I'm yeah. gonna take a photo. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, actually, like, look at this. Like, I have my own really pretty condo, and like, look at me, like, thriving and like having plants and like taking care of myself. Like, you're proud in, in that moment and you wanna share it. Like, that's where it comes yeah. from that, like, when we do something good, we do wanna share it. And when we do something mm-hmm. bad, usually, like, our shame in, our, in us tells us, like, make sure no one knows or if someone knows make sure they don't tell anyone right so you never want to share that stuff online yeah it's all a highlight reel and like I think we are hypersensitive because it's a mix of like I would say our generation isn't as bad as like the generation below us but there's just there's definitely like a sensitivity about like what people do and say that's heightened right and that's because we're like holding people accountable for what they do and making sure that like we are making sure people know like when you make a mistake like you have to make amends you have to say something about it we're not just going to glaze over everyone's like racism or sexism like that stuff doesn't really fly anymore right but then there's like this next level where it's like we see someone do something good for themselves or something that they're proud of And it's like this pit that happens in us that's like, it's almost like a shame cycle because we're not doing enough for ourselves and we don't have enough to show for it that we want them to fail because if they fail, then you, then you seem better, right? Then you're above them. If I never tried and I never failed. 
It's so true. Because even, like, on your followers, like, there's some people I follow who I generally don't like. But, like, I still follow them because their stories are, oh, like, Oh, I know. I, I get sent I... these stories every single week. Why is she doing this? Why are they doing this? <laughs> it's, like, it's so, it's so unhealthy and so ridiculous. And it goes against everything I believe. But, like, I don't know. Like, you just, you sometimes you need that. It's like social media is also like that outlet because I see people posting this annoying shit all the time, and I have to comment on it to like my friend, usually just Sarah because no one else would care. Listen, but like, it's just. And then it makes you feel better, but that's so bad. I have those people too. Don't worry, I have like a few influencer (laughs) people that I'm like, I like hate, love to hate you in a weird way. I love to see what you're doing because it's just like like you're doing great but like I want to hate on everything you do and like pick it apart like it's totally not healthy and like one of our good friends Robert is always like can you stop talking about this like influencer girl like why do you care so much about her we're like well like you you just like don't get it he's like no you guys hate her like why do you follow her we're like we don't hate her like and we like try and like defend ourselves but it's all bullshit right we just get caught in this cycle yeah I think it's more, especially when you, when it's someone, you know, and you know that they're like trying to act a certain way that they're not Mm -hmm. like, I think that's what really annoys me. Like when I see like random people like on my Instagram or whatever that are like posting a smoothie bowl or posting, like just in a workout, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't even really get bothered by it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I would like, if I did that, maybe I would post that too. Like I'm, I'm pretty like low key about things like that, but I'm just like, yeah, okay. Next story. Like whatever. But it's when it's people that I know mm-hmm. and I see them like trying to be a certain way and I'm like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, not Okay. Don't try to tell people this is what you do when you don't like. Yeah. It's very intense to see anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with all the social media stuff and, and like seeing stories of things and feeling like bad about it. I always just think to myself, like, do what you need to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like want to wake up and make a bougie coffee like do it like I drink my coffee like ice espresso out of wine glasses sometimes do I post it on my story sometimes when I want to sometimes I don't sometimes I sit in my living room with a face mask on eating chips crying drinking a bougie coffee I'm like I'm not about to post this and I think it's pretty obvious why but you know but if I want to I will right like it's just kind of it's your own perspective of things and how you like want to project yourself like I think a lot of people just they they just show what they want and yeah. I think you just look at it like, yeah, if I want to post this or if I want to do this, I'm just going to do it for me. If you're doing it for Instagram, like that's a different thing. But I think yeah. a lot of people out there are just doing it for Instagram. Like they go for a walk to take a selfie with the sun so they can put, like the, the motive was to post a story. Yeah. Like, and I think we can kind of see through people like that. So I think like, I'm totally with you on that. We're like, that's like a really like, I want to hate you. <laughs> there. I feel like social media has like made us like trust people less almost because you just see right through them like you can really tell a person's not like their core through social media because not everyone like I don't reveal much in social media so like Mm -hmm. mine's not that exciting but some people like you can see like that they're attention seeking you can see their vanity you can see this about them you see that about them on their social media so it really like makes you like hate people more like you just realize how much people suck so you're like (laughs) ooh. I yeah and that kind of brings up like the whole like hot girl Instagram summer shit and like I feel the pressure do you guys feel the pressure yeah I I don't want to feel it but like I definitely do at the same time um I think it's a lot of like 
people acting like they look a certain way when they don't. And that's okay. Like I, yeah, people want to use filters. Like I use them. Like I think they're just like, it's like, okay, my makeup looks good, but like it looks 20 times better with this filter. Like why wouldn't I use this? Right. Like I, you know what I mean? Like it's just, we're all, we'll do it. Right. But I also feel like there's just like this pressure, like, okay, when there's no filter, like, do I look good? Like, do I look okay? Um, you know, summer's coming up. Like I want to clear my skin, like things like that. It's more like, I know there's a lot of things like weight loss and everyone's talking about like, you know, summer's coming, you know, I have to have this like summer body. I only have six weeks. And it's like, no, that's not like, yeah, I see that all the time. And I just wonder like, why do people feel this pressure? Is it because people are like looking at other bodies and like, why well, I want to look like that. But I think there is a pressure there. And I think the pressure also comes from other people saying things like that. Oh, summer's in six weeks. I think yeah. like Tim made a comment. He's like, oh, I gotta get my summer body. It's in six weeks. And I'm thinking, do I have to get a summer body? Like, yeah. You know, like, I think it's also that that has to do with it. So maybe like you aren't even thinking about, oh, I need a summer body. But now that someone else has said it, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I need to think about it too. And you feel like you're behind the game. You're like, they've already thought about it. Like, I haven't even thought about it yet. Now, like, I need to like work even harder and faster to get to this imaginary goal. But yeah. And also, think, goal. <laughs> yeah. I also think that like I read something yesterday. And do you guys remember like grade 12, like the ending of grade 12 or even like the ending of your undergrad or, or college or whatever. And it's like that feeling of like, it's almost over and like, it's really exciting. And I feel like a lot of people have that feeling about COVID right now. Like I know there's going to be definitely a third wave. Like we, I'm hearing it every day, but there's this sense of like the weather's nicer. The patios are starting to open in Toronto. Mm -hmm. It's summer soon. And people are getting this like senioritis. Like remember when people would say like, I have senioritis. Like I don't even care anymore about like work or homework or like whatever. Like I feel like people are like feeling that way about summer. They're like, I don't even care about anything except like having like a hot girl summer, or, like having so much fun this summer. And like, yeah, I want to do that. But also like, I don't think the summer is going to look that much different, but I think yeah. people have this illusion, right? And I get it. Like, I want to buy into that because it feels exciting. I think it's also has to do with like social media makes you feel accountable to look like your feed. So like if I'm on social, if I'm posting a photo, like say you and I, Sarah, we're going to a patio Saturday. If I post like a cute photo of me at the patio and I look great in that photo, I then feel like I have to look like that every time I'm out in the world. Yeah, um, totally. Like that whole sense of like, I need to look like the best version of me online and offline or else it's like I'm catfishing the world. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's it's kind of crazy to think that after taking like 10 photos and or even more, sometimes like 50 photos, choosing the best one and then putting like a filter on it that you're going to look like that on a Monday night at 8 o'clock after you've cooked dinner and cleaned your condo. Like that's just not reality. Um, but I, I yeah, I think – I think there's a pressure for sure to to almost be like this like perfect like version of yourself and not only to post that but like when people see you or like when people when you take like casual selfies just to look like so put together and like yeah. always like no matter what like ready to go and like never having a flaw like I I, f I definitely think like filters they can help you feel like a little bit better on a bad day. But I find now like when I take a regular selfie, I'm like, oh, like I, I does put the let's put the filter on like, but then it often just like doesn't look like me. Yeah, yeah. it's so toxic because you're like, wow, I look so good. And then you take it off and you're like, oh, like, 
Oh no, I need it back. It's, it, you know what? I think to add to what you said too, about people that like, you know, maybe they're like using filters and they're like, you know, the acne, they look so good, but those people who do that and put that on Instagram, they're just showing you what they want you to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those people feel the same way we do. Yeah. Like, like really like, yeah. like those people that post that they're like, they're like just cleaning or, Oh, had a good day, set my intention or take a selfie. Like there was a lot of work that went into that selfie. Like it was probably saved from Instagram, went to Facetune, blurred out some blemishes or made things look, you know, and then they reposted it. Like it's very common. And I think we look at these people and we're like, oh, why don't we look like that? Or, oh, how are they so perfect right now? Or no, I don't don't even look like that. Yeah, exactly. That person doesn't even look look that way. That's why they probably went overboard and put a filter or whatever. Like, I think people just, they feel like they have to now. Mm -hmm. Now it's just kind of like, okay, you use a filter. Especially coming out of, especially coming out of the pandemic, I think everyone thinks that you have to look perfect now because we've been hibernating for like a year. So like now that's a new season, you feel like you have to be like this amazing version of yourself, but like, it's not going to happen. I don't fit into any of my jeans. So like, (laughs) it's not going to be, it's going to be another version of me. And then we'll see if I go back to the old version, but like, it's just, it's just the, yeah, and, it's just the reality. And we're so like self-aware that like we think that everyone is like, oh my god, those are new jeans. Like she must not fit into her old ones. I've never seen those before. Like, <laughs> like no people do not know, and like people usually never notice the things that you notice about yourself, which yeah. is like a good thing, but also like a crazy thing to think about how long we think about other people's opinions of things that first of all don't matter, and second of all, they probably haven't thought twice about. Yeah, no, for sure. But we're definitely spiraling to like a whole other conversation, which I could talk about forever is like social media and body image. Why don't we jump into our rapid fire questions? Yeah. Bill, have you seen these yet or no? Yeah. Okay, good. So you're ready. I love it when the person hasn't seen them because I'm just like, oh shit. I like kind of like look through them, but I'm like, okay, I have to think of some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to start, Liana? Sure. Okay. I'll ask you guys the first one. So what's the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in your 20s? Uh, <laughs> There's like so many lessons. It was like when I saw this question, I was like, shit, I don't even know what to say. So I think like go first. bouncing off of what we were just talking about of like people don't look like their filters and the, the stuff they put on Instagram isn't necessarily reality. Like I think your 20s it's become like a time where people feel like they need to at some point figure out like who they are exactly what job exactly they want and like settle down at I feel like people in your I feel this pressure in my late 20s to like kind of figure things out and if anything I've learned that not even people in their 30s 40s 50s have it figured out like everyone is just kind of going day by day and Mm -hmm. that's taken a little bit of the pressure off for me yeah, that's a good one. And I always thought like adults were like so much more mature. But like now that like when you work like a 40 year old in a company, it can be more immature than you. <laughs> what about you, Mel? Biggest lesson. Um, okay, so there's a there's so many things I've learned. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing and the most important thing to me um, that I've learned is you got you. Like, at the end of the day, doesn't matter what people think about you. It doesn't matter what people say about you or what happens to any relationship or mm-hmm. anything in your life. Cause at the end of the day, you just have yourself and you have to trust yourself and rely on yourself and just remember that like, you're the boss of you. And it kind of gives you like almost like a 
power feeling of like, okay, I, I only have me at the end of the day. I don't know. It's weird, but that's just like the biggest takeaway I think from like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I love that too. Yeah. It's totally like a, a freedom, right? Like you're not tied mm-hmm. to anyone or anything because you're totally whole on your own. Mm-hmm. I think as you get older, you start to understand yourself more and like also appreciate yourself more. Like I feel like I'm still learning so much about myself, but I learn, I know so much more now than I ever did before. So you, do, yeah, so that helps. That's a good one. Oh, fuck, I don't know what mine is. <laughs> I feel like you I just a, said it. I don't know if that's my biggest though. Like my biggest is probably like reminding myself that like nothing is permanent and everything will pass. So like one of the things, one of the quotes I remember reading that I absolutely love is like, I don't know how it goes, but it's like, life is beautiful and then it can be awful. It can be amazing. Then it can be mundane. It can be this, and then it can be that. So like, it's just remembering that like mm-hmm. everything is always changing and whatever you're feeling or whatever's happening right now, it will pass. But also like life is a giant wave and like, you kind of have to learn to manage the currents because they're not always going to be smooth. Like it's going to be bumpy. So I think I have to just, yeah, that's one thing I've learned. I like that. Put that on a poster. Yeah, I'm just myself. <laughs> okay, next question. What are the first five things that you do when you wake up? Who's oh. the one who wants to start? I'm such a bad morning person. Like, I'm just not a morning person. Um, what do I do? I set my alarm off like six times. Like I, I'm really bad at waking up, but then once I eventually am up, I probably like wash my face, brush my teeth, brush my hair. That's like the first three things I would do. Then I'll make a tea and then eat an apple. Usually not as much anymore that I used to do that a lot when I used to go to work. I used to always eat an apple in the morning, but now that I'm home, I like eat apple or eat something else. I don't know. Eat breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or real breakfast. Not even. I don't even make breakfasts at still. Even though I'm home, I never make breakfast. I Me. hate breakfast. Yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs> it's just my least favorite meal to do. So it's usually like an apple or blueberries or like maybe a bowl of cereal if I'm like feeling like I need more food. I don't even eat till like one o'clock sometimes. I, I'm yeah. not this person. Like I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I just like, it's just, it's always a struggle. But yeah. what about you guys? Okay, so usually I like wake up I open my eyes you know and then <laughs> I'll like look I shut <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't open them till like 10 a.m you know yeah. <laughs> we're closed the whole time I'm doing the night <laughs> I usually like stare outside like this usually really sunny in my room so I usually like look outside I'm like okay I'm like assessing the weather it's really weird that's like, the first thing I do and then I check my phone for the time. I just look at it quick for the time. And then I'll just like look to see if I have any messages. Usually I have zero messages and a bunch of like BOGO emails from a bunch of places like regret, like give me my email yeah. too. <laughs> and then, um, then I brush my teeth, like do my hair and then take my vitamins, drink a glass of water. Usually I try to drink a glass of water before coffee, but mm-hmm. Usually it ends up being like both at the same time. But yeah, that's usually like my first, like, that's my routine usually. It's not a very good one. I need to eat breakfast, but um, that's the best we can do right now. 
Mine is, yeah, mine is like similar to both of yours. I'm not a morning person and I have a million alarms. So it's like the first five is really just turning off five separate alarms. But once I do get up, it's like go to the bathroom. Um, yeah, like do like, like just get a little bit ready for the day. And then it's like coffee, like next up is coffee. And then I usually like, this is, this is what I want to change, but this is exactly what I do. I get a coffee. I sit down at my desk if it's a work day and I immediately open my email and like start working. And then I'm kind of like email, like it's like one o'clock. I'm like, I am fuming. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't eaten today. Like this is my problem. And, and then I find like something to eat, but usually my morning is literally just like scrambling together before either like a meeting or I have to send emails, like getting a coffee. And then like, once I sit down at my desk, I can be like, okay, now we can start work. Like, all of that stuff's out the way. Yeah. And I need to have, like, a proper morning routine. I'm trying to set my alarm for, like, 7 a.m., but then I have, like, six sets. I have, like, 7 a.m., 7.15, 7.30, 7.45, because I'm not a morning person. Beautiful. And it's, like, I'm all set. And you're, like, oh. I, I'm so bad. Like I found out uh, if you set – I do this, too, though. I If you set less alarms, then you're, like, you'll have more anxiety to, like, wake up because – you know that you can't count ah. on like the next alarm in 10 minutes and then the one after that in 10 minutes like if you only set one or two like maybe one at seven and one at seven thirty, then either you sleep through both or maybe you'll get up better <laughs> I know I feel like even sometimes I slept I sleep through my alarms like I woke up today and it was like I don't know what happened but it was suddenly I woke up at 8 30 that's when I'm supposed to start work it's a different world <laughs> yes next oh, question God. The, what's your go-to like meal that you buy or you make when you want to feel good? Sushi. That's a good one. I'm trying to like remember. It's been like I feel like I've been like on so many freaking diets in the past year that like I've been so limited. Like I'm like, what kind of gluten dairy free thing can I get for a treat? Um, <laughs> mine would probably be like like a really nice meal like a steak with like mashed potatoes and like asparagus that is like and like a glass of red wine that's like a perfect meal for me yeah that's nice mine's like anything mediterranean like i love any type of like mediterranean food like middle eastern food like rice garlic potatoes Mm. anything like that i love Mm -hmm. the two like my favorite all right next question What's your most affordable but essential self-care product that you can't live without? Self-care product. Books count? Yeah, books. I don't know. <laughs> it's like my form of self-care. It's like, and it's affordable. I think mine is like buying coffee out. Like it sounds stupid, but like I love going and grabbing a coffee and it's not expensive and it just That's makes my one. day. Okay, yeah, you know what? I actually have to go with that too. Like literally, like I have a beautiful Nespresso machine. Same. I love it. I love it. I use it every day. But sometimes I just like need to spend $5 on a coffee. Same. It just hits totally different. Like it's just, a, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, it just depends on the day. Like if I'm having like one of those days where I'm like, okay, I really need to just do something. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, yeah. yeah, like I have to. Yeah, but yeah, definitely coffee is my, like, number one self-care thing. Like, I always have – I have all these, like, cool ice cubes now. Like, I just got all these, like <laughs> – at Ikea, <laughs> I got all these, like, different um, – they're, like, summer um, animal shapes. Like, what's it? Uh, starfish. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to make a little iced coffee with the starfish <laughs> ice. <laughs> so cute. But, yeah, that oh, or, like, going to Starbucks is, like, yeah. 
like the best feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. What – this is like a perfect segue. What's a feel-good song that you always have – like if you need to feel good, you're going to blast it in your car, in your apartment, in your condo? I have to look mine up. Um, have you guys heard I'm On Something by Brooklyn? No. You have to listen to it. Okay. Oh. It is like the most hype song. It's so good. I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down. Okay. I mean, I'm going through my likes and like, I'm just going to go back to the OG song that like, I'm just thinking about it now. It makes me happy. Sorry by Justin Bieber. It just like oh, lifts yeah. the soul. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I like that one. It's so good. Why this is like such an opposite genre right now. You guys are going to laugh, but Ricky Lee Jones is like one of my favorite records I have. And she's like, she's like a, what's her genre? She's like a blues kind of jazz vibe, but like, I think I played her for you, Sarah. Like her one song, Chucky's in Love is like such a good song. It like makes me so happy. Every time I listen to it, I like cling to her album. So yeah, I like Ricky Lee Jones. Love it. Um... <laughs> Okay. What makes you feel most loved? Like something that you can do for yourself? It could be something that someone says or anything. Like what's something that makes you feel really loved? Mm, That's a good one. I think when people like most loved, okay, this is a good question. (laughs) I think when people think of me when I don't tell them anything's going on like good I was or bad. say like the same kind of thing yeah an exam or something or like I don't even know how to explain it but like mm-hmm. if I told him I had an exam like if I told him like two weeks ago and he like remembered and said something like on the day of the exam like that would be like oh he, he like remembered or he thought of me or like even my friends and family too if they think of me randomly or they're like hey I hope school's going good or something because like my mm-hmm. family's all older um but like it like that makes me feel good or like when people just think of me or like tell me things sometimes when I don't ask to hear things like, mm-hmm. I love that I don't know what it mm-hmm. is the love like okay they're thinking of me or they're thinking about something that I would need to hear or something like, you know what I mean like that yeah like yeah. when they just like check in like when friends that because they're not seeing friends anymore that much but like the friends that like check in and ask you like how are you how was your week or just like mm-hmm. what's new or they just like call me out of the blue I'm like oh like they, they thought of me yeah nice yeah I would agree with that same yeah or like it's as simple as like like just something that you said a long time ago that like they realized means something to you and they remember that and then like whether it's like friends buying like you a small gift for your birthday but it's like something you mentioned like one time and they mm-hmm. like just the mm-hmm. little things that people do to make you feel like they're really listening to you yeah okay I love that I love that like whole thing just like brighten my mood (laughs) okay (laughs) what's a junk food combo that that you love that other people might think is gross a combo or like some like something you eat that to the like average person might feel gross I don't have like a gross one but I have like a weird one okay or weird (laughs) yeah might be like gross to people but okay so when I was in grade 11 I invented this dessert oh gosh I'm oh scared. my god <laughs> it's it's too good like you have to try it so you make popcorn like okay. just like a bag of popcorn like you can do butter like whatever okay usually it has butter already on it then you take a bag of mini eggs 
and you like pour them in the popcorn, but the popcorn has to be like hot. So they like, melt right out the microwave, like throw the mini eggs in. And then you have to take the little rod pretzels and then you have to like stab it through a hot like mini egg because it's hot from the popcorn. And then through the popcorn, you have to eat it on like a rod. That's, that sounds good. <laughs> what? That sounds so good. Like my friend and I were just sitting there and we we're like, oh, we have pretzels, mini eggs and popcorn. And I'm like, let's try something. So we tried like one and then the heat of the popcorn, the mini egg like melted and then the pretzel, it's just like, it's so good. I don't do this often, you but should. when I do, it's like, it's, it's so good. It's very weird. It sounds it's like a lot of stuff, salty. but you have to do it in that order or it's just not the same. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that sounds, that does not sound gross to me. Like I'm, I'm very much into that. <laughs> so good and it like it, you can't eat it that fast right because you have to like do the little steps yeah. right so you I, I feel like it's just like so like particular yeah. it is, it's so good it sounds good it's just a very interesting it's like it's funny it's so weird it's like i don't even know how we came up with it we we're just like oh let's try this we just put the mini eggs in mm-hmm. to see if, like, if it would be good and then we're like oh it is good and then we like put a pretzel through it and like, <laughs> it was so good and the pretzel parts is what kills me. It's like so random. Like a little kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. The popcorn usually breaks though. The popcorn, like, that, you can't like puncture a popcorn. You just kind of got to like eat it quick enough that it's not like falling everywhere, right? And like doing this, like putting the whole thing in your mouth, like. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> what about you, Sarah? Um, like you're not, you're not a big junk food person, I feel like. Yeah, uh, I guess it's not gross, but, like, I feel like, actually, me and you love this, Leanna, like, fries and, like, mayo of any kind. Oh, yeah. Like, dipping it in, it's, like, next level chef's kiss. I don't really have, like, crazy food combos. Like, I feel like I I like junk food just, like, the same as – like, some people have crazy stuff, but, like, I feel like I I can't think of anything too crazy that's, like, off the wall or anything I've, like, created – yeah, I don't think I have any, like, I love, like, I have, I always have random cravings, like, when I'm on my period for, like, like, candy, but, like, chewy, like, gummies, like, oh, like, it's just, like, you know, those, like, cheap ones you get from shoppers, they're, like, a dollar so good. It's, like, random, like, little, like, fish, Swedish fish mixed with, like, a shark, dolphin, I don't know what it is about those candies, it's, like, crack to me. They're so like, good. They're, they're so good. I recently bought another pack, because they don't have those for some reason, the one near me right now. But I was like really like needed candy, like something gummy. And I got like it's kind of like their giant Welch's fruit snacks and like mm, go to Bulk so Barn. Yeah, I should. I feel like I go to Bulk Barn, I'll like buy too much though. Yeah. But, like, to go, I used to like, I get the mini packs from shoppers because then I like don't feel guilty, but like I eat the whole thing in one sitting. So it's nice. Okay. Favorite spring activity. Um, parks. Like going to parks with friends. Having drinks, just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Driving around drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like listening to that hype song and like the windows, yes. the windows kind of down. Like, yeah. Sunroof open. Like, yeah. Give me a low key little sunburn. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, I love like going for like random walks, like not knowing where you're going to end up. Like, I can't really mm-hmm. do that where I live, but, like, if I'm, like, in the city in Toronto, like, just, like, going on, like, Ossington and, like, 
figuring out like oh let's pop in this store let's go here now let's go like have lunch on a patio and it's still not like so hot that you're like sweating and other favorite thing is like spring oh uh, I'm not gonna say that because that's the next question (laughs) okay let's go to the next one then go to spring outfit mine is like anything with like a jean jacket or like a spring jacket and um I don't know like the like the jacket situation really makes me happy like when you can lose the parka and like there's different jackets that are light and like I also love like a cute like baseball hat with an outfit in the spring mm-hmm. it's cute yeah jeans I love jeans too like I like wearing like a baggy loose like boyfriend jean which no longer boyfriend jeans of me now but you know I'm gonna get them <laughs> it's okay but... we're, go- we're going shopping <laughs> but like a baggy loose jean and like a plain t-shirt and then like a cute maybe like I usually like I said just like a, like a weirdo like a jean jacket also and then like a bucket hat like I don't know it's like super lame but like it's just like comfortable and loose and like you feel very like snowy with the wind yeah like very yeah. loose and relaxed and like I think mine is like so definitely jean jacket like as soon as mm-hmm. like summer or summer's over oh my god as soon as winter's over I'm like okay jean jacket time maybe a scarf from the beginning like depends mm-hmm. but that and rubber boots like rubber boots are my like spring love language as soon as it's rainy I'm like bringing the rain with these you know <laughs> but yeah rubber boots or like running shoes um yeah those like the vests like in a, in a light long sleeve I love the vest yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the athleisure, like you kind of like, maybe you just popped out of a yoga class and like put on your vest and now you're like going for a cute walk. Yeah. Get a smoothie and then like post about it. Yeah. And then post about it and then like do your intentions like in the middle of like Dundas Square and like make sure you put it on your Instagram page. Like I got to meditate first though before that. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. our, Our last question top vitamins that you are going to take or try to take for the spring yeah I think a multi is always good depending on mm-hmm. like your needs a multi might not be enough like you might need to have some like other vitamins in there more but top vitamins I would say I think spring is really like based on replenishing so anything that can like help to clear things out of your liver um like milk thistle herbs things like that like that would be good but I think I think I'm gonna try to do some liver stuff and definitely adrenal stuff help replenish and then a lot of electrolytes and vitamin C because I just feel like it's such a summer thing even though it's (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it that's good yeah, vitamin C is usually on my list. I'm trying to have more collagen as well. I don't know if collagen is good in the summer, but like, I always feel like I'm more inclined to have my vitamins in the summer. So I'm going to try, or springs, so I'm going to try to incorporate collagen into like my coffee and tea every day. Just started doing it's nice. And then you have probably my multivitamin because like you kind of need a range of stuff. So I need to get better at taking that. Um, For me, I I'm going to be like, I think following like a brand new regimen like now that I'm on this like IBS treatment like right now I'm taking crazy natural antifungal and antimicrobial stuff like the most bitter liquid you could ever imagine um but I think like I'm going to try and incorporate more 
things in my diet that I haven't been in the past and like being more regular with like eating things that I know work for my body rather than maybe going to supplements in like the spring and summer so I I think sometimes I get caught up in like what should I take it's like hey let's think about like what you're eating first Mm -hmm. that's true I like that because you because you won't be healthy if you just take vitamins yeah exactly what you put your body like everything all those vitamins basically all come from food anyway (laughs) Yeah, that's, so true. that's why we need them because we're not getting them from our food. Literally, yeah. It's just yeah. an addition, right? So, yeah, I like that. Eating healthy and like trying to get everything the, mo- the most out of your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the last one. But that was really fun. Thank like thank yeah. you so much, Mel. I feel like it was just like hanging out. I learned so much. Yeah, yeah having me. And I know. I always like love listening to you guys. I'm like, I always just want to be like, hey, oh my god, this is, I, I agree. I think the same thing. I've <laughs> been listening to your episodes. Literally, I always like, I, I know, me too. We can hear you. <laughs> Don't worry, we can hear you. Literally. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining. And um, for the listeners that don't know you, where can they find you? My Instagram is at Mela Medicine, and I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on this. <laughs> Thank you. This is so fun. I'm going to go, like, call my mom about vitamins now. <laughs> like, talk to her. I was like, I feel like I need to, like, like check out what I'm taking. I just want to, like, make sure I got the right stuff coming up. <laughs> Yeah, just remember, not the whole dropper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.